In Matthew 25, 14, it reads, For the kingdom of heaven, it is like a man traveling to a far country, who called his own servant and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To each according to his own ability. And immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded them. And made another five talents. And likewise he who had received two gained two more also. But he who has received one went and dug a hole in the ground and hid it. After a long time, the Lord of the servant came and settled the accounts with them. So he who had received the five talents came and brought five others' talents, saying, Lord, you delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. And the Lord responded was, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. I will make you rulers over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He also who had received two talents came and said, Lord, you have delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. And the Lord said to him, well done. Good and faithful servant, you have been faithful over a few things. I will make you rulers over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he who had received one talent came and said, Lord, I know that you are a hard man, reaping where you have not sown, gathering where you have not scattered seeds. And I was afraid and went and hit your talents in the ground. Look, there you have what is yours. Mm. Mm. Father, we thank you for your grace, for your mercy. Oh, Father, I pray that you will remove Hosea out of the way and speak through him, yeah. oh Lord Father. Yeah. I thank you for what you're about to release this morning upon your people. But Father, I come against any distraction. Yes. Any confusion. I come against every lie and every scheme that the enemy may try to hinder yes, yes. the smallest of my brothers and sisters of this house, Father, from receiving the word that will deliver them, the word that will cause them to increase, the word that will cause them to release that you have put in their bosom, Father. I thank you in advance for their deliverance, for their healing, for their victory in you, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You guys could be seated. So Matthew, guys, you ready? Yes. I'm not. <sighs> so we were privileged to hearing a story between a master and a servant. In that story. In the story, there's, there's the description of the master, what he's about to release and give to his servants. And there is a private conversation. But we are given the opportunity to not only to read it, 
but to come with, with an understanding of what is re- really being shown between the lines. Amen. What God really wants us to learn from this verse. And if we don't spend our time coming to Sunday schools or spending our time in, in our own personal seeking in God, all we do is come to church and get tickled with the words that's being read from the front and never wondering and always wondering why there's never been a transformation within us. Amen, amen. We become like Sunday school teachers yes. or, or kindergarten teachers giving you stories that does not cause any effect. See, the Word of God is not a story to take you. <laughs> Actually, the Word says it will give you. Edification. Yes. For the Word of God is to give you edification. Now, edification, that word alone is, is a construction word. Because edification is to build up and, and tear down. Rip that that doesn't belong and yes. restore yes. that was God called yes. you to be. Yes. So, every time we spend our time, our own personal time with the Lord and in the Word, that when we come to our Sunday schools or, or, and then, or into the house of the Lord and, and hear the Word of God, something should tickle in your spirit when the speaker speaks a word. There should be an, an, an awakening and hungering or something that I'm seeking, I've been praying for, and all of a sudden the speaker says something, I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I've been studying. That, there should be an awakening and an excitement within your spirit. Because it, the Word of God edifies you. It, it builds you up. It gives you that strength to, yes. to pursue that what you only thought you could do or only dreamed about. Amen. You follow me so far? Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. So it edifies us. It causes us to rise up and, and tear down that will hinder me. For example, may I thank you. Uh, see, I always thought of party mentality, but the Lord is teaching me that no, there is no such thing as a word of lack under my God. So as I learn to apply what I'm learning, as I learn to take steps of faith, I no longer think about lack. I think about the blessings of my Father. It begins to edify me and cause me to take steps where I feared not to before. That's what the Word of God should do to you. So... But most of us, you know, we we stand and and what conforms us or, or... Edifies us outside the world, like outside the outside. For example, like our jobs. <laughs> I make a good salary, so I depend on my job to, to affirm me. Some look at depend on their spouse to affirm them. Some of uh, their education to affirm them. But anything on the outside that, that you use to affirm you can always be taken away from you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Amen. Anything. That's right. It's like Sansom. With his long hair, they cut his hair. You don't want to put your trust. You don't want to put your your hope on someone else's sister. Can cut away away your 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 hope and your desire to achieving. You understand me? So, but that was built from the inside cannot be taken from you. That that comes from when in out cannot be removed from you because it becomes a part of you. Edification. That's what the Word of God does to you. At that time, that when I was in the Merchant Marines and I've been uh, doing some studies, you know, my in and out times, and, and I would read the Word and just couldn't get it. I said, Lord, I don't understand what I'm reading. I just, it's not, it's not kicking. You know, it's not sticking. I just don't, I don't, I don't know what I'm reading. But I kept reading, I kept reading, I kept reading. Yes, yes. And, and then I would go to my routines and sometimes all of a sudden, bang, 
That's what it meant. And I would go back to it with a new understanding. Now something that I can apply into my life. And then as I apply it, what that hindered, what that revealed does not hinder me no more. Amen. That's edifying yourself. That's building yourself and tearing down that what the Lord has really never put upon you. Amen. For example, like fear. Yes. Fear is not one of your makings. The Bible says, I have not given you a spirit of fear, but a sound mind and power. So when we operate in fear, we're actually not operating the way God created us to operate. Bear with me, okay? You bearing with me? Breakthrough, increase. If I pronounce the right word. Do you know that increase is a... Instant, not instantly made, but it's, it's an instant. Yes. Did I say it again, baby? Instinct. That word. Instinct. Say it again. Instinct. One more time. Instinct. You're going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> Got it? Break, breakthrough is a. Instinct. Come on. Speak to me. So, as I'm speaking today, I want you to get this word into your bosom. Get ready for your transfer. This is the season of breakthrough. I received that. And, and increase is an instant. Oh, man, I like that when you guys say. <laughs> so, there's something that God gave us that causes us to do things, even though sometimes we're not sure what we're doing. Come on. Come on. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, again, what did I say? There's something that God has given us. That causes us to do things that sometimes we we don't know what we're doing. It's an instinct, like a boxer. He hits the bag five hundred times a day. So whatever happens to him, when the guy throws, it's an instinct. You know, someone's going to come up automatically. It's automatically going to come up. Even even if the guy's not there, it's automatically going to be up there. When you do something in your personal walk with God, no matter what comes out of you, you're automatically going to go to your instinct. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But but to to release that instinct, there must be that there was a pattern of applying it before. Yes. So we, we just read a story that the, the, the master describes his three servants. And it's funny about that servant because master, servant, there must be some form of a relationship. So that means the servant knew the master. Knew his license, this license, ins and outs, knew what to do and what not to do to stay in his favor. So there had to be a relationship. So it's clearly to say that he was talking, my interpretation, to believers. Because a believer must know who the Lord is to call him Lord. And he must know what he should and should not do to bring him glory and honor. One of the things he must do is operate in faith. For the Bible says it is impossible to please him without faith. Amen. So we as the servants... Have a master that is willing to give all for our victory. Amen. Not only willing, has. So there's a relationship between the master and the servant. 
One he gave five talents. One he gave two talents. And one he only gave one talent. According to their ability. According to their ability. So brother five... According to their ability. According to what he gave them five, two, and one. What a span. God is not a fair God. Because brother one is going to say, hey, why brother five gets five and only get one? That ain't fair. Yeah. There's reason. How many of you got kids? How many have more than one kid? And for those that have one kid, don't each kid, though you love them across evenly, there's certain things you could give to one and not to the other. There's those that you could give the house key and the ones you could give the cupcake to. And you, don't, and you don't have to worry about giving the cupcake to the one you gave the keys because he's already capable to, to get it. So that's why he gives five, one, and two, the other, and one. Remember, you got to understand, he created you. And the creator of the product knows what the product can produce. So even though the product argue among each other and even fight among each other, God said, that's not what I called you to be. So we must know who we are in Christ. That way we cannot compete with each other or worry about the right and the left is doing, but focus on what you've been called to do. I'm going to need a lot of this. That's why it's important that I can never get jealous of Mickey. Because if I get jealous of Mickey, then I'm not focusing on my abilities. I'm focusing on hers. So as long as I'm focusing on hers, I cannot cultivate mine. And that's why haters will never make it. Because they're too busy wasting energy on hating what you're doing instead of saying, God, praise my brother. Now, help me with mine. Yeah, they're too busy. Yeah. I can do better than him. I can do that. Remember, it was never their ability in the first place. The master gave it to who he will. According to the ability that he created that person to fulfill. I'll stand here and let him bring it down. Right. Bring it down, Father. Bring it down. Hold so, in understanding that and not being jealous, we also have to understand that we are, that we have to be, that we have to be at peace, that we are blessed and gifted in our own personal level that God created us. Amen. Amen. Now, before you can achieve any further than that, first you got to understand or come to the understanding, are you blessed? Mm. Have you been given a talent? Yes. 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 So because if you've been given a talent, then you're in the right place. If you have not been given a talent, you're still wandering, not knowing what the Lord has done for you yet. And as long as you're still wandering, you're still nagging about what she can do or he can do, instead of praising that they were rising and I got hope. <coughs> How many blessed people, talented people in this house? 
Now, I'll tell you something, you all should jump. Because some of you are one, some of you are two, and some of you are five. Hear this. Not the one who's sitting next to you who's a five and the two beside you is greater than you. He's just been given more responsibility. Yes, yes, yeah. amen. Yeah. Not something that should cause you to lower yourself because you're still supposed to be the best one they, call, they called you to be. And my achievement has nothing to do of what they do, of what I'm supposed to fulfill. I got to go back to my nose. And, and also, since I'm doing that, I also cannot give account for Mickey's talent or ability. What Mickey does with it, my concern, if I see her doing something wrong, is pray for her. But it's up to her to cultivate that what God has gave her. Amen. And I cannot give an answer to my God what she failed to do. You don't mind if I use your name, right? No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I cannot give an answer or an account to what she did with her ability. I can only give account to what I'm doing. You guys are still here with me? That's why this is me right now, right here. Watch this. Watch this. Man, and I used to walk with the pastor when I first came to Calvary many moons ago. And uh, I was telling him, oh, pastor, you know. Listen, I never hit in my a lack of fear of my lack of, of education and stuff, right? I've always been very open with you yes, guys about that. But I used to walk with the pastor and we would talk. I thought, oh, pastor, man, if I could be better, and, oh, pastor, if I could do this better. And the pastor would look at me and goes, education has nothing to do with it. Went over my head. I didn't understand because I was too focused on the lack. Yes. So I didn't understand what he was telling me. I understand now. But back then he was giving me nuggets and I wasn't ready for it. Because I was still focusing on what I can't and couldn't to my ability instead of standing on his grace and his ability. So it took me years to wake up. Thank God I woke up because many goes to years long and still never wake up. So if you're waking up, don't put down yourself or look upon the other. Oh, look what he has done. Praise God where you at. Be comfortable in your level. (laughs) Because in your level, you're still sending devils. So the story says that he speaks about three different men with three different abilities, but have one thing in common an opportunity. Every man has an opportunity to fulfill that what God called them to fulfill. If not, he would never would have gave them the ability. That's right. Some of you wake up 10 years later. Some of you wake up the moment you receive it. Some of you never wake up. And you will have to answer for the lack of, of, of manifesting what that ability could have presented. Did I drink first? Thank you. I'm definitely going to need another water. Three men with three different abilities. They have one thing in common. An opportunity. Amen. Opportunity. Man, make it, I could have used this word ten years ago. You know how shortened I could have made that journey? You know how much <laughs> pain and suffering I could have... 
<laughs> you know how many walls I could have missed it and I slammed into? You know, Lord, what happened? <laughs> you cannot be jealous and be creative at the same time. You can't. First, like I said, you must believe that you've been creative with the ability. You need to know that. And, and with the ability to create. You need to know and understand that you've been created with the ability to create because you were made from a creator. Amen. Who you, which he made you out of his image. Yeah. So if he made you out of his image, what he's capable to do, he deposited upon you. Amen. So now you have the ability to overcome that what you're in. Your surroundings or your situation in life has no, does not have the last say so. That's right. That's right. That's right. Who you are. Actually, it says we're created in his image and likeness. And how does he operate? He speaks to his assistants. It says, hear no further. Be healed. Change. Fruit. He speaks what, what he needs. Yes. Be filled. <laughs> Let me talk to you where you can wake up. <laughs> Be filled. More than a conqueror. <laughs> God is good. God is good. God is good. Opportunity. Opportunity. This is, there was this lady who one time was working as a... As a uh, Typist, you know, and uh, she wasn't that good. And her boss told her, um, listen, sister, we like you, this and that, but in the next couple of days, if you don't improve, we're going to have to let you go. Too many mistakes and stuff, you know. The average person would have got pissed, you know, uh, and they called themselves brothers, you know, they know my situation, blame everybody instead of looking in. She went home and she started wondering, what am I good at? And she started mixing stuff, you know. She says, I can't lose my job. Mickey, I can't lose it. I cannot lose it. I am the breadwinner of the house. If I lose my job, how is my kitchen going to survive? So she got, began to get creative. And she says, you know what? I'm not that good at typist. I'm going to make mistakes. And she started mixing stuff. And she, all of a sudden, she goes, I'll use this. Every time I make a mistake, I'll just wipe it out. Every time I mistake, I'll just wipe it out. Really? There you go. She wasn't monkeying around. (laughs) (laughs) She took the. (laughs) (laughs) She created where most might have quit, where most might have thrown the towel in, she ducked in. And she created something. That caused her to retire. <laughs> because why I was being used all around the world. Why? Yeah, right. <laughs> what's, what's the name? What's the name? Mike Nesmith. <laughs> no, the monkey part. <laughs> Show my age. Opportunity. Do you know the greater the attack, the greater opportunity? I was overseas and I, I was in Europe a lot when I was in the Merchant Marines. And wherever I went to these foreign countries or any place out of the state, I always would grab a guy, a neighbor homie that lived there. And I would say, you're my boy. 
you make sure I stay away from these things, that things, that things, and I'll take care of you. I was his bread and butter. He's going to take care of me. Uh, so one time I said, listen, I heard about this interview. He goes, well, that's not good, but you're with me. You take me. I, want, I just want to see it. It was, it was one of the most highest crime areas in the place. And uh, rapes, murders, and uh, robbery is like unbelievable. So he's, he's with me, and I'm like, from a distance, we're checking it out. And I see this old lady passing by with a shopping cart. And I said, wow. Why don't they go after her? You know why they don't go after her? Because they know she don't got nothing. The enemy only attacked those that got something. That's right. So if you're being attacked, you just made right. you got something. Confirmation. Lord, why me? I gave you something, son. I gave you something, daughter. Yeah. He wants to snuff you from what you're calling. That's why. So let's not focus on the attack. <laughs> let's focus on the opportunity. Hallelujah. We're going to always have attacks. <laughs> call it whatever you want to call it. A journey. <laughs> you know, time of testing. Call it whatever. You, the Bible says, though I go to the valley of shadow of death, fear no evil, for I am with you. That's right. Indicating we will go through things. Yes, go through. Go through, and he's with us. That's right. So I'm never depending on my ability or strength. I'm always depending upon his guidance. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's a formula for success. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Whenever Jesus is in the midst, success is there. That's right. It's impossible. Because wherever his midst, wherever his presence is, it changes the atmosphere. Yes. And in this atmosphere, sickness can't dwell. Confusion can't dwell. Doubt can't dwell. Suicide thoughts must flee. So wherever his presence is, the greatness begins to come out. Because we were created to operate in his presence. So that's why he says, in in the praises of his people, he inhabits. And when God comes down, when we're worshiping, that is your time for deliverance. That is your time for healing. That is your time for... Yes. Hallelujah. I don't know, but I serve an awesome God. Hallelujah. See, because I know my upbringings. My mama was a praying mama. My daddy was a player. And <laughs> I should have been dead years ago. <laughs> I was involved with things with my father and things when I was a kid that I should have never been involved in. But of his grace, I'm still here. Amen. Because of His grace, I got grandkids Hallelujah. that I speak life into. Yes. Just the other day, everybody know Genesis, right? Go to Genesis, right? Yes. And you know Cassidy, right? And my other granddaughter, Samaria. They love each other and they hate each other at the same time. <laughs> These three girls are unbelievable. They can't wait to be with each other. And when they, when they are with each other, they at each other's throat. I'm like, what's with you guys? So... Genesis was crying because Cassie, Jan, uh, Samaria came running in, complaining, and this and that. And, and Genesis was huffing and puffing, and then we went back and forth. It was a chaos, and I walked in. <laughs> I said, get out. Get out. Close the door. I said, Genesis, I know we say to you, you're older. And you should know better. 
but that's a whole lot of crap. And she started to cry. I says, I know they could get to you. And the daddy said, you want to, but that's your time to express the Lord. She broke crying. And I told her, I am so proud of you. Because she never rose your hand on them. Even though you could have. I says, cry, it's okay. Grandpa got your back. Amen, amen. We supposed to be doing that at work. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, that pain above boss. Co-workers, you know, we, you know, we always complain about the boss, but all the boss is really doing is demanding what he's paying you for. <laughs> you know, because if you would do and be where you're supposed to be and doing what you're supposed to be, you never even see him. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and if he is, then don't get too mad at him. Maybe one of the attacks that the Lord is allowed to, you know, to release the potential. So don't look at what the enemy is presenting. Always look what you can get out of it. Grandpa preaches in church. Grandpa talks about this. But when he's with me, how does he talk to me? With love. Amen. I didn't have that growing up. And for somehow, you know, it has to be the grace of God that I didn't turn out to be one of them. Amen. Amen. He had his hand upon my life. Hallelujah. And at the time of my journey, it may not seem like it. At the time of my journey, it may seem like I was the only one going through this. And I didn't understand why. Maybe, you know, thought of suicide thoughts and, and doing all kinds of crazy things. But the Lord kept me. Today, I see, I, I can see it. I can speak into my granddaughters and to my sons, to my future son-in-laws and, and my daughter-in-laws. You know, such privilege and honor. Amen. Things that we take for granted. Like, we're instantly, ah, but to share a good word of the Lord that will uplift a soul. Oh, but I'm, I'm not a preacher. No. So what? You're not a preacher. Not everybody was called to be a preacher. Not everybody was called to be an evangelist. Not everybody was called right. to be a teacher. But we're all called to talk. That's right. And we can talk. Can we talk? I'll just get into the phone ministry. <laughs> so let's just, you know, share a word of joy. Share a word of hope. Talents. Where was that? I didn't go too far to the left, did I? No. Oh, hallelujah. So the greater the attack, the greater the opportunity. I spoke about the young lady. The enemy was attacked. Not attacked because she had nothing. Don't let the attack stop you from your opportunity. In that journey of attacks or on the journey of testing, we can... If we're not careful, we, uh, our spirits can become a sour push. Mm-hmm. Yes. We like that word better? Okay, bitter. <laughs> we could be an uneasy person to deal with. Amen. But at that point that you're at, how do you receive from God when you're being bittered? That's right. Hello? You can't. That's how I do it. But the Bible says that we, 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 that we uh, back to the notes. When I can't get, that's why I wrote it down. I wanted to make sure you got this. It said, with joy we gather water from the well. What is water? Water is several things. It quenches us. It cleans us. But water is also one of the symbols of the Holy Spirit that, that guides us. See, with joy we, we align back and we can become creative again. 
Same attack. Now our response is different. And the attacker, you gotta understand, he may be a brother or sister, but he's stuck in his emotions. He's stuck in his situation, and the only way they know how to release their pain is by hitting you. So we must, instead of hitting back, it's okay. I understand. I blew it. I still love you. Thank you for your patience. But Lord, I wasn't wrong. She was. Yeah, but my son Christ, Jesus Christ was the wrong. He paid. Yes, yes. Amen. Amen. Oh man, what time is it? Brother Five. He says, how can I change a five into a ten? Thought of champions. How could I advance? How could I improve? How could I serve better? How could I give you more, Lord? Lifting the, the poverty mentality. Amen. Brother Two says the same thing. And he says, you know, how could I achieve? I, you know, I can't be like Brother Five who's going to turn to a ten, but I can turn my two into a four. So he has no time to focus on the gossip about Brother Five because I'm too focused on trying to be my best four. Amen. Amen. Brother One says, I know that my master is a hard master. Fear. So I'm going to hide. That way I won't lose what he gave me. Brother One's limitation is not his lack of ability, his limitation is fear. Where is fear stopping you from achieving what God called you to do? In my job, again, sometimes your deliverance is a process because of the year of building such a wall. Yes, yes. Amen. And what the Lord does, He strips and builds, edifies, yes. brings down, builds up, edifies. That as you get closer and closer, then you're able to be able to, to build that confidence Amen. to start stepping out. Amen. Amen. Those years later, I gave my heart to the Lord and I started praying over my mind and, and how I'm going to be able to speak and how I'm going to be able to read and, and pronounce things. And, and, and as I reading and praying in, in my closet is great, but then standing before people is a whole new ball game because people are cruel. People are cruel. <laughs> you heard the way he said it? People are cruel. And which, uh, which is something that you will just laugh about and keep going, but the person who's in the jar just got stepped up. Yeah. Now he has to step back. He needs step one. He went like 15 steps back here. He's almost starting all over. Yeah. I'm not able. So in my job, there was a position opening, as you all know. But I started to do something before that position was open. Mm-hmm. I forced myself to go back to school. I faced my fear. I faced the fact of failing. I faced the fact that I may have to do a presentation before the class. I feel the fact, wow, look at me talk. I feel the fact that I will achieve. I, I, I faced the fear that I will fail my family. I said, whoa, man, let me wait this out. My fear, if I allow it, will overwhelm me 
but it will never overweight of my responsibility. Amen. That's right. So I can't tell you that I just went. Mm-hmm. What's up? I took steps. Fell back a little, just got up, took steps, fell back a little, got up, took steps. I got the job, I passed the classes, I passed the courses, and I'm standing in front of you. Amen. Amen. Now, that all sounds good, and I don't want to claps. Because I'm not, want, I'm not boasting about myself, which I could, because wow, look what I achieved. But I'm boasting on what my God can do. Amen. The cornerstone that was rejected, God said, Shine it up. I'm not finished with you yet. See, they see the outer rock. They don't know what I put in it. That's right. That's right. That's right. So I don't know what you've been going through. I don't. I don't know what uh, attacks you've been dealing with. I don't. But I know who's the deliverer of it. I know who's your peace giver. I know who's giving you the strength to achieve. I know the one who created you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And my, my Bible says that he don't make mistakes. He says, he, right. he says when he made us, we were awesome and fearfully made. Hallelujah. Right? The junk stuff comes from the enemy. It's just another form of attack to try to hinder you from achieving that what he called you to be. Slow down. So brother one, okay, his limitation is not, it's not limited by his limitation, it's, it's by his fear. Yes. What I ask you, what is stopping you? What fear is stopping you from achieving or going after what God has put in your bosom to receive? Brother one has traded master. It says in the beginning, the master came to him and gave him, then the master went on a journey. Left the servant alone. But he took another master. Under emotion. That was led by fear. And fear will cripple you. Yes, it will. will not allow you to achieve that you dream about doing. But never accomplishing. You even have the answers for other people how to do it. But you cannot fulfill it yourself. Amen, amen. Oh yeah, your problem is this, this, but I'm telling you, if you do this, you're going to, and you see them do it, and you still don't believe that you can achieve what God has given you to perceive. Amen. Hallelujah. The enemy's a liar. He's a dog and defeated foe. We're struggling with a beaten dog. A toothless bulldog that can't bite you but gum you. But if we allow fear to overtake us, it, it takes our imagination. Not that <laughs> beaten dog with no teeth he has six foot fangs and claws that come out here. I can't move this way because he'll cut me. If I move that way, he'll bite me. So I got to stay. And I'm frozen and time passes. And it's for you, it seems like it happened yesterday. But when somebody talks to you, hey, didn't you say that 20 years ago? We're frozen because we're fearful to make a move. And God says, if you only knew, my son Jesus paid me for it 2,000 years ago. He said it was finished. It was done. Brother Five. Brother Five turned his, his talent into ten. 
Brother two turned his talent into four. Brother one, because of fear, he hid it. Amazing. Brother one, his fear didn't... His fear did not destroy his ability. It only hindered his Amen. opportunity. Amen. That's right. My wedding ring. I wear it proudly because I know what it represents to me. Amen. My wedding ring right now is a symbol of my ability. If I take my ring and put it in my pocket... It does not rob from the brilliance of the ring. That's right. That's right. That's right. It only stops me from my opportunity. That's right. The ring is the ring. Yes. The potential or the ability is. The ability is. The potential is what get killed. Right. Ten yeah. years later, mm-hmm. the same brother, still talking the same story, still has the but the ability to fulfill it. But he killed his opportunity to fulfill it. That's right. That's right. That's right. Amen. And the beauty with God, I can always take this ring out and put it back on. Amen. Amen. The beauty with God, I can always turn around and repent and still become the man, the woman that he called me to be. We serve an awesome God. Amen. That no matter when we wake up, we still can achieve that what he called us to do. When we wake up, we still become the head because we always was. We were never meant to tell. That's right. That wasn't our making. He created us with a plan and a purpose. Yes. So three brothers, no, three men, they weren't brothers, they weren't related. They were all servants. I guess in Christ, we're brothers and sisters. We are servants of the Lord. Yeah. And we were with one master, one God, one creator. Gave us abilities and talents to fulfill. But we're too busy bucking heads and trying to wonder why brother got five and I got one. Amen, amen. What time I got to, baby? Oh, I got time. You're in trouble. You ain't going nowhere. Where's that, baby? Okay, baby. 28 years because I submit. <laughs> 28. See, Dan, Nate, see, 28. I got to be there Friday or else I'm compelled. I got to come. <laughs> Now check this out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll confess later. <laughs> I'll be penning on me. Um, here's one thing I noticed in this verse. As we, it was reading, we spoke about brother five, what the Lord gave him, and brother two, what the Lord gave him, and brother one, what the Lord gave him. You know, where in the verse? Does it say that the Lord commanded them to increase? There you go. He never created them. I'm sorry, He never commanded them to increase. Why was built there? Why is it an instinct? Instinct sometimes operates in certain information that we have, right? 
It says that they knew their master. I know, Master, that you are a hard man, and that you expect to receive what you have not sown. So I'm, I'm fearful, I'm going to hide. What the other two says, Lord, I know that you come to gather what you have not scattered, so I'm going to better, better, better go to work and do what I got to do, and increase what you gave me, because you're going to come for more. That's right. Amen, amen. So what did the Lord has given you that you've been satisfied on escaping on your level and still haven't brought an increase on it? You know, you can be satisfied that the Lord gave you five and be happy about it and even boast. <laughs> you got to do And never still achieving the greatness that God has That's given you. Right. I mean, in the story of this one, one gets canceled out. But in reality, you could be a one and still become a five. Because he gave them all the, with the ability to increase of that what he gave them. So one will become a two. Two eventually becomes a four. Four will eventually become an eight. So he gives you the ability to increase, but he starts you with little. Oh, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful with the little. Come and enter into the joy of your Lord. I will make you rulers over many. We want to be the rulers of a many without taking care of the little. And we can't. You know why? We will fail. Because if we don't know how to give with the little, how are we going to give with the much? How are we going to serve and cultivate the little if we don't... Let me first that. How are we going to cultivate the much if we don't know how to cultivate the little? It's impossible. It's like taking Tony's little son and throwing him into college right now. How is he going to function in college when he's still in junior high? Oops, too many years ahead. What grade that boy is in? First grade, elementary. It's impossible. And in the natural, we understand that. Oh, come on. Well, of course you can't. But in the spiritual, we try to operate that way. So don't look at the brother or sister who Gee, praise God for them. How did you do it? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let me tell you a story about Pastor Victor. He was a doorman. And he, in, the, in the industry, there's not too many Hispanic men, especially in high positions. So when he was working, one day, his boss walked in, he went, Hispanic man. Excuse me, sir. You're Hispanic, I'm Hispanic. How did you do it? Because it's not conceived for an Hispanic man to reach in that position. Yes, yes. Ha, 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 what, what, what did I got to do? He said, well, son, you know how guys will get, you know, well, you know, son, you're going to have to, um, you got to go to school, you got to do this. He goes, oh, okay, okay, okay. So the guy thought, went over to the set. That very weekend, that boy was in school. Yes. But check this out. He not only become a superintendent because of what he did, I'm reaping the benefits. Because if he never would have climbed, I never would have received my position. That's right. That's right. 
He was my motivator. He's the one that gave me the seal to say, you can do it, son. You can do it. Say, I believe in you. Education has nothing to do with it. Trust yourself. Trust what God gave you. Okay, all right. Okay. Deep inside, well, he don't understand what I'm going through. But okay, okay. But as I mature in the Word, I started hearing his Word, and I started saying, it's not me. It's never been me. It's him. He already achieved. He don't make messes. He don't make half half ass. Can, can I use that word? Okay. <laughs> everything he makes, everything he makes is number one. No copy of another. I'm not. I, I was not me. If I will slice me and 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 go into my DNA, it will my, not match ours because ours DNA is different from mine. Ours calling is different from mine. Ours anointing is different from mine. But we should not be competing each other because we will call for different things. We should enhance each other. So because what Victor did back then, dared to believe that he can achieve, he was able to pass on to many open doors. So those of you who are achieving in the Lord, who are now a little more mature and got some muscle on you and got some wisdom and understanding, who are you uplifting? Who are you hoping or opening doors for that they can walk in and hope with hope? See, God is not blessing you just to be a, just just to bless you. He He blesses you to turn you into a blesser. And once you become a blesser, you begin to release. And as you release, He can downpour more. And as He gives you. But brother five, I mean brother one, my poor little brother. So there's no way in the Bible that says increase, but because of the relationship, we understand what our master desires or demands from us. See, when Jesus, when the father planted Jesus, he expected an offspring of sons and daughters. Amen. So there's always a demand, even though he never verbalizes it. That's right. Did I say that? Yeah. Take, take that. Even though he never speaks it forth, I want to. His actions calls for a reaction. Hallelujah. If we understand that, then when we walk into a room, our actions demands. An action. What is he trying to say? If I'm spending and dwelling with the one who created me, which says, Greater is he who abides in me than he who abides the world, when I walk in, he walks in. So when sickness and demonic forces are around, the fact that I'm walking in, I'm demanding them to flee. Because we cannot be in the same place. Right. Only one can rule. Or we faking it and trying to front each other instead of going into a room and proclaiming, even without speaking, we blend in. See, whatever we do, we're going to be judged. I'm not perfect. I don't have a clean sheet. 
Let me rephrase that. I'm not perfect, but I do have a clean sheet because of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Almost, almost nailed myself back on the cross, Mickey. <laughs> the devil is a liar. So I said that he never verbally told them to increase, but the, what was that word? Come on, everybody. But the instant was to produce. Now, where's my evidence in that? Remember the ten lepers? Yes. He healed the ten lepers and sent them away and said, speak to no one. Ten lepers left, healed. One came back. What was Jesus' response? Did he not tell them to leave? So how can he expect them to return if he told them to leave? Because he gave them the... He said, wait a minute. I'm an outcast. I'm sick with leprosy. My king just healed me. Praise God. Wait a minute. I got to go back and bring him glory. I got to go back and praise him for what he's did. The instant to be grateful for what he has done for me. Come on. It's in there. Now, which are you? One who operates on the instant or you are a robot and just follow directions. Well, I can't go there because the word says, yeah, but read in between. Some of you are called to walk where has been not said to walk or heard age to walk. Wait a minute, brother. Slow down there. The Bible says, by faith we grow and walk. You know, the word has... To, yeah, 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 yeah. But by faith also, he didn't tell the slaves to bring an increase. But he was still expecting an increase. And those that didn't bring an increase, he brought judgment. Yes. So wait a minute. Lord, let's slow down. I'm trying to understand what you're saying here. You didn't tell me to bring it. But then you're going to condemn me for not bringing it? What's up? He says, because I created you with the instinct to understand the difference. Yes. Hallelujah. You guys not only have the opportunity, but the potential to fulfill it every time it confronts Amen. with you. Amen. Well, I, I, I don't have the education. I just told you. Education has nothing to do with it. I'm not that talented. I just told you talent has nothing to do with it. I'm achieving, just like you guys are going to achieve, and some of you are achieving, because of who he is. Yes, yes. Not because of who I am. Amen, amen. And because what you have done, as one song, one beat, but I'm there. <laughs> because who you is, not because who I am. Because what you've done, not what I'm going to do. Every one of you are where you at. Because you want to be. Mm-hmm. Elder, what are you trying to say? You're giving too much credit to the attacker. And now you know praise to your deliverer. That's right. Amen, amen. So don't look at that devil got me in the run. <laughs> Get thee behind me. Because right. what my brother did 2,000 years That's ago. Right. You don't have a lot. You don't have a hold on me. The only hold that he has on you is the one I give him. That's right. Because when Jesus died on the cross, it says it was finished. It is done. That means there's nothing else needed to him to do to cause you to fulfill that what he called you to be. It's kind of funny because here goes three men, three different men with with the ability to achieve, but fail to fulfill the opportunity. Right? Two ran with it, one didn't. Because the one who didn't, because the way he processed the information. 
What I'm trying to tell you here is that you need to stop thinking the way you're thinking and think, get back in line with the master who gave you the mind to create and to think and line yourself with how he wants you to operate. Okay, I got this, Lord. Okay, what do you want me to do this? I can ask people, and I got 10 people in the room. I'm going to get 10 different opinions of what should I do. So why should I go to 10 different opinions when I can go straight to the source? Amen. Lord, you gave me this ability. What do I do with this ability? Well, how do I bring you glory with this ability? How do I increase this ability? One breath there. Amen. Man, you mean I got to spend time praying? <laughs> Give up food? Nate, I'm going to goof around with you, right? Good. <laughs> you remember when you first saw your old lady? Remember how slim you were? <laughs> we did whatever we needed to do to get the one that caught our eye. Whatever. Ain't no mountain high enough. <laughs> Ain't no river wide enough. We will go through whatever we need to go. You know why? God built that in us. That's right. To go through whatever presents itself to be a hindrance. What we fail is to apply it also in the principle of God. For every attack, He creates an escape. For every demon, He creates an angel to overcome. All we need to do is to stand and believe that we can achieve. Amen, amen. So all five, all three uh, men had the ability to, but one feared. They all had the same information. They all knew the master. They all knew what, what he was gathered and scattered and how he operated. They knew that. But fear crippled that one brother from achieving what God called him to be. Not only did it cripple him. Oh, I got that. Not only did it cripple them, but it crippled his children, yes. his household. Yes. And that verse says, that verse says, I want to give you exactly how the word said it. Therefore, take the talent from him and give it to him who has ten. For everyone who has more will be given, and he who has an abundance. But from him who does, who does not have, even that what he thinks he has, it will be taken away. Because you did not fulfill what I called you to do. I'm going to snatch it from you yes. and give it to the other. Yes. I said, Lord, you're being mean here. No, no, no. He's going he's to take it a little further. Now I'm going to allow you to live and see that brother achieve what you should have achieved. That's right. That's fair. That's pain. That's pain. Because inside, you have a choice to do one or the other. Cry out and repent and have the mercy of God before you or get bitter and get thrown out to the other you think you are. I was called to be the elder, not you. Uh, I know a guy, you know, my sister. 
She's not qualified. Yo, that's it. She said, you know, let me tell you what she used to do. See, I can become bitter and in my own eyes uplift myself and try to put her down. God said, child, 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 child. So the one brother lost it because he refused to receive or perceive or release that what God gave him. Amen. So it's not because he didn't know. Because he, is, he quoted, Lord, Lord, I know. I, I, I know that you're a hard man and you demand things. So I was afraid. So he knew. So that the brother five and so the brother two. They knew that the law required return. So you know that the law is requiring a return from you. Amen. What are you holding on to? Lord, Lord, help me. Lord, I pray that you will move in my behalf. Lord, you know my need. Lord, help me to achieve. Father, forgive me from this sin. And God says, I cannot release and bless when you continue to hide what I gave you. Lord, says someone, I made you. Lord, help me to achieve. Release it. You have everything you will ever need to blow the, the lid out. That's right. That's right. Everything That's right. that you need to become the greatest man and the greatest woman in God's eye. Amen. Not in each other's Amen. eye. That's right. In God's eye. That's right. And your achievement causes your household to be transformed. That's right. That's because now you're setting up those who are married, those, now you're setting up your children. Amen. See, when, when, when I started going back to school, I told my kids, I never went to college, but you're going. Amen. Now I told my kids, I'm proud of you guys. You went to college. Now that it's a given. Your sons and daughters automatically got to go to college. That's not even the standard. They got to go over there. Amen. And when they achieve what they achieve, they already lifted up the standard. Their children, my grandchildren's Amen. grandchildren, Amen. must take it to the next level. Amen. There's a whole new foundation here. Right. See, because I come back from I, my foundation, where I was brought up on. My father was a drunk. A womanizer. Oh, yeah, yeah. The sweet loving guy over here. Comes from a background that is not too pleasing or to speak about. But when I gave my heart to the Lord, I said, today that foundation is broken. I'm under a new foundation. My sons will not grow up to be drunks. My sons will not grow up to be womanizers. My daughters will not become sluts. My daughters will not become uh, users of statistics of the world. I put a demand upon my kids because what he has done for me. So as Pastor Victor, my spiritual father, my pastor, my friend, because what he has done and dared to achieve, open doors for his believing son to achieve as the father of my house, what I am doing is causing a ripple effect of my children's and children's children Amen. to be blessed. What legacy are you going to leave behind? Are your, grandkids, are your grandkids are going to say, yeah, but grandpa used to. Oh, excuse me. Daddy, don't play that. My daddy is no joke. He goes to church. He doesn't all my dad. My dad doesn't pray. How you know? I see him. I hear him pray. You know how I know my daddy is good? How you know? Mama praises him. 
Did I just, you heard me? How do you know daddy's good? Mama praises him. She thanks God for the good man. She thanks God for the provider that he is. She thanks God for the up man that he is, the standard that he shows the kids. See, to a man, the wife is the crown. I don't have to boast on the man house. She does. Because I prove myself. My kids doesn't have to be both. I don't have to be boasting on my kids to make me look good. Oh, right, son, I was good to you, right? No, my, cousin, my kids will say, I had a good dad. Even when he didn't have to give, he found a way to give. So you never had to boast on what you had achieved in the Lord. The Lord will find someone to boast for you. You just stay focused on being greater. You just focus and continue being the servant that he called you to be. So today you're five. Tomorrow you're ten. The interesting about the story, which he had to stop it there, because there is no limitation in God. A ten could turn into a twenty. So it depends upon you or where you want to go. A one doesn't always have to stay as a one. Like I said, down the line he may be a ten or sixteen. The limit or the limitation, it's him, not even the enemy. Amen. You guys getting anything? Yes. Amen. So, I know I've been saying brother five and, and brother two. You know, there are some sisters too. You know? Yeah. <laughs> There are some sisters, too, who achieve grace. But, you know, when we say brother, we say, oh, mankind, you know, trying to escape that one. <laughs> so, conclusion. Three men with separate abilities, but with equal opportunity. Yeah. That once they put their trust in, on God, there's no limit of their achievement. We know what happened to brother one. He was condemned. And the Bible says that even that what he proceeds to have was taken away from him and given to another. That he'll let you live long enough to see the shame of what you should have achieved in others. That's painful. But to sister five and brother two, he says, the word, what God says, good and faithful servant. This is the season of breakthrough. Amen. This is the season of breakthrough. This is the season of signs and wonders. This yes. is the season where God is going to begin to flex. Our responsibility is to align ourselves with the Creator that we'll be able to be blessed and become blessers. But God says to Sister Five and Brother Two, who have been faithful in the little, that He says, I will make you rulers of much. Now in this season, He says, I'm taking you out of, out of addition and I'm going to bring you into multiplication. Amen, amen. Whoa. Five plus five is ten. But five times five is twenty-five. And, and you know, that's my multiplication because I'm a number guy. But God's multiplication is like unbelievable. One cents a thousand, two cents ten thousand. Well, Lord, your, your multiplications just don't fit. It's just, still, son, still, I got this. When God brings a blessing to it, there is no limitations of how far it could go. So if two cents ten thousand, three cents a hundred thousand. 
a room like this. Twelve men turned the world upside down. Right. The power of multiplication of our master right. cannot be fattened in our thought pattern. Amen. So if you continue to be faithful on your little, you will not enter, not only enter the joy of the Lord, but he's about to release the season which everybody keeps speaking of breakthrough. Hallelujah. What does that mean, Deacon? That means that your children won't lack. Your children will not lack. Your household will not lack. So, so we serve a God of no lacks. That means there is no such thing of sickness because when sickness appeared, healing was already there. We just needed somebody to do the transforming of the healing. <laughs> How many here are sick? Then you're not reading right because it says, <laughs> the word it says when sickness appeared, healing was already there. Healing was there before sickness because God always was. He is the healer. So in the presence of God, this cornerstone that was rejected is shinier, greater than most people in my job. Put it this way. See, now I'm going to laugh at this because the more educated I am, which blows the fandoms out of them, all of them are top lawyers. One of the lawyers, me and him became like this. I had a little situation rise up. I said, man, I, I got to deal with this. I need to get a lawyer. So I missed O'Neill. Yes, was. I need your assistance. I can't afford you, so I just want to ask you a question. Give me the paperwork. No, no, no. Give me the paperwork. One letter from that man's, the fact of the name of his corporation was on the letter sent to the place. They called me and said, we're leaving you alone, Mr. Ross. Amen. You can't mess with God's children. That's right. See, I may not have that ability to do that, but God's going to bring favor. <laughs> and he's going to line me with a brother or a sister who says, back off. <laughs> so how many of you are going to something you, 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 you're fat you can't think of an escape? Slow down. Don't overlook at the pain or the problem. Look at your master and say, Lord, give me a favor. Give me a word of wisdom. Give me a revelation. <laughs> And so one more thing I need to throw at you. Breakthrough. 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 Since I'm a number guy and I deal with money, always dealt with money all my life. I was self-employed in business. I dealt with the money. I dealt with the money in the church. I dealt with the money at home. I was living with too much money. I said, baby, take over the household. I don't want to know what you're doing. Just take it. So when she deals with the household, I deal with the church and business. I know about money. And when somebody's going to give you money, little money, like 10, 20,000, they'll give you a check. See, that's little money. Oh, boss. Oh, 20,000. Yeah, 20,000 is little money. When I've been dealing with big numbers and I look at these things, I laugh at it. It's not big money. I give 10,000 to somebody, they're going to flip out. Somebody who knows how to deal with money, will go, okay, cool. See, 10,000, 20,000 doesn't affect me. It's little money. So little money gets checks or cash thrown at you. But big money gets transfer. Big money gets wire transfer to you. You know, if somebody gives you a check for $100 million, slow down. Don't start writing on it. Let it sit for a while in the back. Make sure that bad boy clears. <laughs> okay. 
But wire money is instantly in your account. Wire money is instantly in your account. So in business, they don't give you big checks. They wired it to you. So wealth, real wealth is wired to you. You're God. You're awesome God who's full of wealth. Wealth and money, wealth and holiness, wealth and stature, right? He's, he's overwhelming of wealth. When he's going to give you something, he don't give you a check. He trans, he trans it to you. He wires it to you from his spirit to your spirit. And you, and you know what? You know about what, what transferring and the wiring is? You could be sitting here and your account will be rising and nobody around you will know because you didn't go. Not even the bank teller is going to know because you did not go to the bank and gave a check. All of a sudden, your account just went from 3900 to 10.3 million. Oh, praise God. But when it comes to God, you could be sitting in the room and he released a trample, a wire trample from his spirit to your spirit. And the preacher can be speaking and everybody will be looking. But in you, you'll be going, oh my God. And he goes, what? You just got a download in the form of a word of revelation, in the form of a word of wisdom. You know what I'm trying to say? The Lord will give you the insight to what you need to achieve in the journey that you're in when the download comes down. <laughs> That's my God. See, I, I I can't speak about Jesus without getting excited. See, because I know where I was. I know the lies that I believed. One was like, uh, I love school, always there. I believe that the Lord gave me the desire to achieve, but failed to give me the ability to achieve. Well, a lot from hell. But it kept me handcuffed for years. Till I came to the understanding, it's a lie. So when I began to pray over my mind, the Bible says, that he gave us the mind of Christ. I said, well, I was just going for Adam. You know, Adam is just genius. Adam had to name every animal and remember it and spit it out at any time. God says, I didn't give you that mind. I gave you the mind that created that mind. Amen. That means there is no lack in what you could create or release in God because he is an unlimited Father, are you unlimited children? Don't fall asleep now. Are you an unlimited child of the Almighty King? If you're an unlimited child of the Almighty King, there is no creativity that you cannot come up with. There is no such thing as lack, lack of health, lack of finances, lack of peace, lack of joy. There is no such thing as lack in my father. He overwhelms. He just gives and continues giving. There is no such thing as lack upon him. So whatever lie the enemy is trying to throw at you, or maybe he made you one and you're too upset to looking at the five, or, or you may be sick, or you may be suicidal or depressed, that is a hindrance that he's trying to use upon you to keep you from releasing that what he has given in your bosom. Amen. Hallelujah. You are greater yes. than what your situation says. You are actually my situation does not dictate my abilities. That's right. That's right. Amen. My abilities dictates the opportunity. That's right. That's right. 
and I see a room full of brothers and sisters with unlimited taps of potential. Because I know where I came from. And most of you's journey has not been half as hard as mine. And if I can achieve because I began to believe, there's greater things than you guys can do. Amen. Amen. And I'm at peace. And I will not get upset or get jealous because how come he just came in and did this? I just said, praise God, another free brother. That's right. Hallelujah. Because now that he has, he can unleash into the body of Christ. So one sent a thousand. Now I got a partner who's releasing. That's two sent a thousand. He'll bring uncles and that's three. Now we're releasing ten. I mean, a hundred thousand demons and releasing people in Christ. Amen. Amen. It's not about finances. This... This, this whole sermon has nothing to do with money. Money is paper. Money burns. Money can be taken away from you. But what God could give you can never be taken. His presence in your life. Amen. Amen. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. How many child of God we have here? That's right. Amen. Four minutes. I'm trying to be good. I can keep you here all day. We'll shout because my God is a good God. So what kind of dialogue did you get today? What kind of wire transfer did you get today? What word of revelation did you receive today? What word of, of, of wisdom did you receive today? Mm. I don't need no praise. I don't need no thanksgiving. Because I was too busy still being transformed. I have not arrived. There's still junk in me that he needs to get rid of. Our journey is over when we meet our Savior face to face. And that's the point when he, it says, the Bible says, and after a long time, the master came back and settled account. At that point, he's like, oh, Lord, I'm not ready yet. He said, no, settle now. What you have done with what I have given you. So what are you going to hear? Good and faithful servant, come into the joy of your Lord. Or he's going to say, depart from me, you lazy servant. I don't point you right? <laughs> Sorry for getting a little dramatic. I get excited about my king. I hope, I hope the mailman delivered the mail. I hope the letter that you got was good news. I hope the letter you got gave you good insights of what you should be doing and what to do next. And if you did, then you just give him the glory. Because he's, he's the writer of the letter. I'm just a deliverer. This is not, I'm not asking for an altar call. Those who want to repent for not fulfilling what God called them. No repenting. Let's begin to change. Let's begin to fulfill that what God called us to do. We've been given the privilege of a new house of worship. In that new location, there are people waiting for us to go. Are you going to hit the target or are you going to miss the target? It depends about you. Now, the Word of God is going to go out with you or without you. Healing is going to go forth with you or without you. Signs and wonders are going to be manifest with you or without you. Souls will be saved with you or without you because the Father said so. Are you going to align yourself with the will of the Father and be blessed?